Good morning. Hope you can all see me and hear me. Let us start with a prayer. Om Guru Mata Guru Pita Guru Mati Guru Gati Vina Guru Namiknanam Vina Guru Namistiti I bow to the one omnipresent God. I bow to the saints and sages of all times. I bow to the glorious lineage of Kriya Yoga masters, especially to our Paramaguru, Paramahamsa Yoganandaji, whose contribution to the West we are celebrating. And I bow to Sri Gurudev and Sri Guruji. I bow to you all as the living presence of God. Good morning. I am Swami Gurupriyanandagiri. I have spent time in the ashrams of both India and US since 2009. For the last four years, I have been working in Australia as a resident monk and teacher. And with the grace of Guruji, a new ashram, Kriya Vidya Mandir, was founded there in 2018. I have returned to the US last month. It's good to be back and hope all are keeping safe in the present situation. My pranams to all. Jai Guru. At the present time, as we know, the world is going through a period of uncertainty, fear, anxiety, confusion with the pandemic situation. As I was thinking about the topic for the talk today, a statement of Lord Krishna in the Bhagavad Gita came to my mind. The Lord said, Yogo Bhavati Dukkaha. So the topic for today is Yogo Bhavati Dukkaha, which means yoga releases one from misery or sorrow. This is the statement of the Lord in chapter six of the Gita. Now we will talk about which type of yoga he's talking about later. In life, we all look for freedom from misery and want happiness. Before we go into the topic, let us first offer a prayer to Lord Krishna and also to the Divine Mother Bhagavad Gita. Vasudevasutam Devam Kamsachanuramardhanam Devaki Paramanandam Krishnam Vande Jagat Gurum Advaitam Rutavarshinim Bhagavatim Ashtadasadhyayinim Ambatvam Anusandhadhami Bhagavad Gite Bhavadveshinim We bow to the Jagat Guru, the Guru of the Universe, in the form of Lord Krishna, 
who is the son of Vasudeva, the slayer of the evil Kamsa and Chanura, and who is the supreme bliss of Mother Devaki. Let us also bow to the Divine Mother Bhagavad Gita of 18 chapters, who showers the nectar of non-duality to help us rise above the problems of the world. Bhagavad Gita, as we all know, is a yoga shastra, a scripture on yoga taught by the Guru, Sri Krishna, to Arjuna, the disciple. Each chapter in the Gita is a yoga. Though yoga is inherent in every chapter, the sixth chapter focuses more on yoga, on the discipline, and meditation. This chapter is known as Atma Samyama Yoga. Samyama means discipline. What is Atma? Commonly translated as soul or self, Atma can also mean the body or the mind depending on the context. So the chapter talks about discipline of the body, the mind, and also talks about the self. So this is referred to as Atma Samyama Yoga, but this chapter is also sometimes called Dhyana Yoga, which is meditation. And since a lot of importance is given for practice, it is also referred to as Abhyasa Yoga. So, the talk will be based on a few verses from this chapter. In this chapter, the Lord talks about two types of people. At the beginning, he says, one is who is on the path of yoga, trying to reach the goal of the state of yoga. And he also talks about a perfected yogi who is called Yoga Rudha, who has already achieved the goal and is well established in yoga. So let us see what he says about these two categories of people. Arurukshor Muner Yogam Karmakarana Muchate Yoga Rudhasya Tasyeva Semah Karana Muchate. means the seeker. It actually means the one who is climbing up. So one who is climbing up the path of yoga, who wants to attain the goal. And the Lord says, for this seeker who is on the path, the means or the method of reaching there is karma. Karma karana vichyate. By means of karma, he has to reach there. And he, this person is also referred to as a muni. A muni means a discriminating person. So the means of sadhana is karma or action. It is said, chittasya suddhaya karma, which means the path of action purifies the mind by noble action without attachment to the fruits of action. The mind is purified the memory is purified. And by this, 
one becomes fit for meditation through which the goal is achieved now what is yoga yoga literally means union and union with the divine is referred to as yoga sesh patanjali has said yoga samadhau to reach the state of samadhi is yoga to be soul conscious is a method of reaching the state of yoga so now coming back to arurukshu the one who is climbing when we say one who is willing to climb up what is it that one has to climb up last week we heard of from swami chidrupananda ji about mountain climbing the outer universe is also present within us as the inner universe in the body just as there are mountains and rivers outside we also have mountains and rivers inside now it is said dehastha vartate meru sapta dvipa samanvita which means in the body we have a meru in the outer world meru is the name of a mountain within the body the meru or the meru danda is our spine and it is associated with sapta dvipa means seven islands and what are the seven islands we are blessed with this spine along which are the seven islands these are the chakras or the energy centers in the body and one has to climb up from the bottom chakra to the one on the top we know the seven chakras starting from the base of the spine we have the muladhara chakra the second center is the swadhisthana chakra then we have the navel center manipura chakra heart center is the anahata chakra we have vishuddha in the throat center and in the brain we have the soul center agnya chakra and all the way on the top the fontanel is the sahasrara chakra so who is willing to do this the lord talks about a muni and who is a muni a muni we said is a man of discrimination one who has thought about the purpose and the goal of life and wondered if life is only for food sleep fear and procreation which is common to all beings or is there a higher purpose we have the example of lord buddha a prince who left behind a luxurious royal life a beautiful wife and a newborn son to find answers and he did succeed in realizing the self so this is the nature of a muni in a way we are all also munis or we would not be doing this satsang so we are all trying we are on the path and we are hopefully will attain the goal and again to remind ourselves this is a path of action spiritual life is not a lazy life 
it is a life of intense activity but with calmness and also when we are talking about karma is the means in kriya yoga our masters have also referred to prana karma prana karma means regulation of breath prana is the breath and the karma the kriya is to regulate the breath so through the regulation of breath one can reach the goal now let us talk about who helps us on this way to climb anything or even to get up on a horse you need a guru who can help you on this path so the guru will teach you about the way and the goal and he will also come with you for a short distance but mostly we have to climb up and we have to walk so one has to go up from one chakra to another with the help of prana karma the breath regulation and try to reach the state of samadhi to be enjoying the peace the bliss and the stillness there another important thing the lord talks about is even as you are climbing up it is important to maintain that state of yoga even if you have reached a certain height it is very easy to come down unless you practice constantly it is said mahavatar baba ji said to lahir mahashaya maintaining the state of yoga is like keeping a copper pot bright and clean unless scrubbed and polished every day it cannot retain its luster so the need of practice is emphasized then the lord talks about the perfected yogi the yoga rudha so that we know by reaching that state what happens one who has reached the goal who is already on the top well established in the yoga and for such a person lord said sama is the means sama means perfect calmness his mind and senses are well controlled is free from all the past impressions its sense organs of sound taste smell touch these are all controlled and not misused and he said a yoga ruda is one when he has no attachment to the objects of the senses he is also referred to as sarva sankalpa sanyasi which means total renunciation and freedom from all desires and for the actions so the perfected yogi has not only just the knowledge but he also has the experience of the knowledge by applying that knowledge once you reach that stage he does not see the difference between stone dust or gold he develops a prasada buddhi which means he sees things as they are even if he does any activity he may be doing everything 
but without attachment to the fruits of action and he is also in perfect calmness having attained this supreme goal he does not consider anything else as a higher gain he perceives his own self as present in everyone and all beings as present in his own self let us come back how the seeker on the path can proceed to this state of yoga rudha which is a perfect bliss meditation is the means one who wants to be a yogi has to practice meditation in a solitary place with a proper posture controlling the mind and senses and with a calm mind and without fear so how is this done it is said by the lord again uddharet atman atmanam atmanam avasadayet atmaiva atmano bandhu atmaiva ripur atmanah which means uddhara means to lift up one has to lift up oneself by oneself uddharet atman atmanam when one is thinking who will help you on the path of yoga guruji has said we have a rescue team and this rescue team consists of god guru holy company and the scriptures these will all help you but you have to lift yourself up by stretching your hand to receive the help to hold on to the hand of the teacher to hold on to the teaching of the scripture you have to do it by your own self so on the path of yoga uddhara is to lift yourself up from muladhara to at least above the agna chakra at the soul center when help is needed if we sincerely pray the help will be there if the prayer is sincere there is help and again it is also said atmanam avasadayet after climbing up a certain distance do not come down try to stay up there if you come down again you will be subject to sadness unhappiness and dualities in life so proceed with courage if you are not careful you will come down so atma when taken as mind atmaiva atmano bandhu your own mind can be your friend on this path atmaiva ripur atmanah it can also act as your enemy when is the mind a friend when the mind is controlled or when the mind is convinced that the path is good the mind becomes your friend so it depends upon disciplining the mind so it cooperates with you but remember not to be tricked by the mind because when we say bandhu bandhu also means one who binds you so if the mind binds you from going up 
then the mind is not a friend. If you are getting attached to this friend and not to God, then it's not a real friend. So you have to be careful about watching the mind and make sure it cooperates. Also, sometimes the scriptural help may not be there. The guru may not be physically present with you, but we have to remember Atma Iva Guru Rekam. Atma and Guru are one. And Atma is the soul. The soul is within you. And if you are soul conscious, the soul is constantly lifting you up. By this, you can rise up. In Kriya Yoga, we try to bring the Guru into all chakras. And this makes the climb easy. In every chakra, in every activity, if you can think of the Gurus, it is very easy to climb up the path. So you have to be careful to get the mind to listen to you. The mind has to know that you are the master and mind should not become the master, in which case it will act as your enemy. There's another saying from the Upanishad, which says the same thing. Manayeva manushyanam karanam bandha mokshayo baddahi vishyasyattaha muktaha nirvisham manaha. Your mind is the cause of bondage. The same mind can also be the cause of your liberation. If the mind is absorbed in sense objects, it is the cause of bondage. And when it's detached, it is the cause of liberation. Now next, the compassionate Lord also talks about what one should be doing or not doing to be successful on the path of yoga. He says, this state of yoga is not possible for one who eats too much or eats too little, also for one who sleeps much or does not sleep. Metaphorically, it is said to forget the God itself is nidra or sleep, and it is referred to as mohanidra. So moderation is to be followed on the path of yoga. The Lord says, yuktahara viharasya, Yukta Cheshtasya Karmasu, Yukta Swapna Avabodasya, Yogo Bhavati Dukkaha. Yogo Bhavati Dukkaha, which we started with, one is freed from misery and sorrow by the practice of yoga. So let us see how to apply what is the meaning of this Yuktahara Viharasya. Ahara means food. Vihara means the use of the sense organs. In other words, enjoyment through the senses. Cheshta is duties, prescribed duties, depending upon the station in one's life. Similarly, Yukta Swapna means regarding your sleeping habits. Avabodha is the 
waiting state. Let us try to go one by one. And also remember, yukta means not just moderation. Yukta means moderation. Yukta means suitable or appropriate. But another meaning of yukta, as we know, is to be in union. So when you are practicing moderation, you also should be in union with God in each one of these activities. So yukta ahara, food should be taken with prayer and in, with God consciousness. Then the food actually becomes prasad and God's power manifests in it. So prayer before meals is stressed for purification of food. We all know the story of Mira, for example, who was given poison to drink, but with her faith in Lord Krishna, and when he, she drank, thinking it is consecrated water from the temple, the poison had no effect on her. Even the poison turned to nectar. Food has a lot of effect on the thoughts of a person. There's another story, you must have all heard about it. A holy man was a guest of a rich person in a village and after taking food there, he retired to sleep. In the night, listening to the sound of bells coming from the cowshed of this rich man, this holy man had such an urge to go and get one of those cowbells. He went to the cowshed, took out the bells from one of the cows, brought it back, and putting it in his bag, he slept. Towards the morning, he realized he actually committed a theft. And wanting to know what has caused it, he called the host and asked him how he makes the living. And he was admitted that he's a thief. So the means through which the food is earned has an influence on the thoughts of the person who eats it. Also, the mood of the person preparing the food can also affect the thought of the person who eats it. So we have to be really careful and be moderate in the habits of food because it does have a great influence on the thought. Similarly, yukta vihara, not to overindulge in the objects of the senses, we have to have control over our talking, listening, and use of the senses. In every activity, be yukta, which means to be in the state of union. Yukta cheshta, your prescribed duties, do them in moderation. And again, in the yukta state, which means in union with God, free and yeah, in every activity, there should be divinity. Same with the sleeping habits, yukta swapna. Sleep should be in union with God. Sleep itself can become a yoga. This is the concept of yoga nidra. Guru, as Atma is within you, and if you use properly, the sleep can be yoga. Thinking about God, if you go to sleep, watching your own breath, it is said, Acharya by Prana. Breath also is your guru. So this kind of sleep will be very regenerating 
and you will wake up feeling in a beautiful state of union. And lastly, the avabodha is the waking state. We have to be careful about how much of our waking state is spent in unnecessary thinking and talking, insecurity. So one has to be as much as possible in union with God in every activity. Think of divinity, not to spend time in tamasic, lazy, procrastinating states. Let us use every moment for God and God's work. So if one follows all these principles, the Lord said, Yoga Bhavati Dukkha, yoga will release you from all miseries in life. Because our real nature is really bliss. And liberation is Dukkha Nivruti and Paramananda Prapti. So let us hope that with the blessings of God and Gurus, we will all be able to proceed successfully on the path of yoga towards the state of yoga rudha. So let us conclude this part of the program with a prayer. Oh God, you are my mother, you are the father, you are the relative, and you are the friend. You are my knowledge and you are my treasure. You are everything to me. O oh God and Gurus, please bless us all to be successful in the path of yoga. So with this, I conclude my talk. And now we will have a short guided meditation. Please sit straight wherever you are. Please sit with the spine straight if possible. We just talked about the sixth chapter. In that same chapter, the Lord actually also explains how to sit for the meditation, what the right posture is, and where to concentrate. It is said, Samam Kaya Sirog Grivam Dharayan Nachalam Sthiram Sampreksha Nasika Grantvam Chan Avalokyan, which means one should sit with the spine straight, with the spine, neck, and head in the same line. So please sit straight. If you cannot sit down, you can sit on a chair, but try to keep the spine straight. Calmly watch your breath. Every inhalation and every exhalation. 
as the breath is going in and the breath is coming out. Just be conscious of the breath. Breath is the direct manifestation of God. Namo Brahmane, Namaste Vayu, Fameva Pratyaksham Brahmasi. Watch the breath. As is the breath, so is the mind. As you keep watching the breath, you will notice that your thoughts will become less and less. Conscious breath. Slowly bring the focus to your forehead. Mentally focus in the Agna Chakra between the two eyebrows. Continue to wash the breath. With a calm mind,
Now, with your focus on the Agna Chakra, take a slow, long, deep inhalation coming up. Hold momentarily and bend forward. Bend as much as you can. And exhale. Go back to the normal conscious breath. As you bow down, it is a feeling of humility and surrender. Continue to watch your breath in that bent position. When you bend down, it decreases your ego. You will feel more blood coming to the brain, more prana. Feel the surrender to garden gurus. In every breath, you are divine. Now, in the same position, take another slow, long, deep breath, holding slightly, sit up gently. When you sit up straight, exhale. Normal conscious breath again. Now we will practice some deep breathing, deep inhalation and deep exhalation. And as you practice this, with each inhalation, and exhalation, feel the positive qualities like love, peace, compassion, harmony are 
filling you along with the breath and also your surroundings as you exhale. Inhale, slow, long, deep. Exhale, slow, long, deep. Inhale, up to your capacity and exhale completely. Inhale, peace. Exhale, love. Inhale, love. Exhale, peace. Inhale, love. Exhale, peace. Inhale, peace. Please continue. Let us practice one more ball. Inhale, slow, long and deep. Hold the breath. Bow again to the front. Bow as much as you can. And exhale. Normal conscious breath. Watching each breath as the presence of God. God is inhaling, God is exhaling. Feel the prana, feel the energy.
Take another slow, long, deep inhalation. Holding momentarily. Please sit up straight again and exhale. Continue to watch the breath. Try to feel that presence of the omnipresent God present everywhere. Within you and everywhere. Try to experience the vast inner sky. all-pervading consciousness silently meditate. Feel the calmness, the joy, the peace and the bliss. That is your real nature. You can slowly open your eyes.
or if you wish, you can keep them closed. Let us pray for the well-being of all. Sarve bhavantu sukhinaha, sarve santu niramaya, sarve bhadrani pasyantu, makaschit dukkabhavet. Let all be happy. Let all be healthy. Let there be no misery for anyone. Let there be auspiciousness everywhere. Let us chant three times Mahamrutyanjaya Mantra for the well-being of all. You can chant with me. Om Trayambakam Yajamahe Sugandhim Pushtivarthanam Urvarukam Ivabandhanam Ruchyor Mukshiyam Amrutat Om Trayambakam Yajamahe Sugandhim Pushtivarthanam Urvarukam Ivabandhanam Ruchyor Mukshiyam Amrutat Om Trayambakam Yajamahe Sugandhim Pushtivarthanam Urvarukam Ivabandhanam Vichyor Mukshiyam Amrutat Om Purnamadaha Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudajjate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnameva Vasishyate Om Shanti 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 Harihi Om Sri Guru Pyonamaha Harihi Om Thank you all. Let God and Gurus bless us all. Thank you.